Hello, and welcome back to the Mom Boss Pod, where we are open about it all, raw motherhood, realistic business growth strategies, and mastering marketing as an entrepreneur. So today I have a guest for you guys. Geneva Davidson is a toddler mom and owner of Geneva Bliss Media PR. She specializes in PR and video editing through repurposing. She was actually a teacher for 10 years and um, started as a virtual assistant where she soon, soon saw the need for business owners to maximize their content while educating their audience as well. She's passionate about not just video editing, but freeing up business owners to feel like their marketing doesn't take up all of their creative energy, which I love because I feel like you need you need help in your business, especially as a mom. So um, welcome to the podcast, Geneva. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back to track in college. <laughs> That We've we known do. each other, yeah, for quite a while. Um, I feel like I wouldn't say we were like best friends or anything in college, but we kind of stayed in touch via Instagram, just like followed each other. Um, I knew her husband pretty well because he was one of my like strength and conditioning coaches in track. Um, and yeah, I just it's so funny, like full circle of connections and um, just like what we're doing these days. I know it really is. And I honestly couldn't have done it without you. So I'm glad that I (laughs) stayed in touch and following what you were always up to. So thank you. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to give a little background of like how you got into all of this? Like when you decided to like make the dive into entrepreneurship after being a teacher? I know there's like quite a handful of teachers who um, are in like the mom boss pod audience, um, in my virtual assistant audience, like just because I feel like what it comes down to is you're very like skilled as a teacher and you're an amazing employee, but you don't get paid very well. So, um, I think that's honestly like why a lot of teachers end up straying into entrepreneurship because they're like, I could do so much more with my time. Yeah. Which and sucks that, because we need good teachers, but it's, it does suck because yeah, so many of my other teacher friends that are still in the industry are even saying like, gosh, I need to find something else, but I really just have to replace like 50 K. They always got to throw out there, you know, and mm-hmm. so it's, just, it's wild. Um, but I'll back up to how I got started yeah. in 2020 when COVID hit, I was bored as a teacher because it was all online. Every, you know, you're just at home. Um, I live on a sailboat and we weren't allowed to like kind of go to a lot of places or things. So I was bored in general. Mm-hmm. And I think you had just started VA bootcamp. I think I was like one of the first probably in there, but um, yeah, I, yeah, you were, I think either the first or second round, I can't remember, but yeah. Cause I started running the bootcamp at the end of 2019, I believe. So. Oh, wow. I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I must've been the second, but okay. I was like, you know what? This is like reasonably priced. I'm bored. It would be cool to just bring in some extra income because as we know, teachers don't make a ton Mm -hmm. and use my skills and just kind of have something fun. That's like my own and I can do it. So I dove into the boot camp, and what's funny is it's not, it wasn't really a course that you could just sit in. Like you're doing it as you go through. Mm -hmm. So by the time it finished, I was like, oh shoot. I have my first client. Like I am a business now. I need to yeah. like do this. <laughs> and what's great is I still have that very first client that I got through a referral from you. Oh wow. Jasmine. 
yeah I'm project manager now and like yeah yeah it's it's incredible we were that's just amazing about that earlier yeah and so I had a client and I think I was making like 200 bucks you know but it still felt so cool that I was a real business and um, I got a second client pretty quickly these were all referrals from VA boot camp and I was doing just general virtual assistance and would be like okay I'll try this I'll try that oh you need help with this I can do it I can figure it yeah, out I'll figure it out yep yeah <laughs> and I quickly YouTube. learned yeah I quickly learned what I did and didn't like I knew I hated being like a social media manager it wasn't for me I wasn't mm-hmm. very good at it but I found that video editing was a skill that you were even really encouraging me like you have this skill people need it give it a try and I remember finally being like okay I'll give it a try and some people were already asking for it and I really loved it and dove in and um didn't just specialize in general video editing, but really looking at what a client already has Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how to repurpose that so that they're not just recording new content and new marketing all the time, but editing it into assets for them to be able to, to market what their, their offers or their podcasts or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like so interesting how, first of all, what you mentioned, like when you're going through the course, it really isn't like, I've taken a lot of courses in my few years of being online. (laughs) And it's like some of them you can just sit and like listen to as you're like getting work done or you're cleaning and you're just kind of like ingesting and taking it all in with VA bootcamp. Like it's like, oh, you listen to this video. Okay, now do this step, you know, like now do this next thing. And so the whole point of it is so it's a bootcamp, right? Like it's intense. And in six weeks or less, you have a business. And I've noticed a lot of people say that like around week five, I'm like, already getting my first client. And then it's almost this panic moment of like, now what, like, what do I do? But it's also really exciting. Um, so yeah, thank you for like sharing that. Cause I, it's always like, I knew all of this cause we've talked about it in, you know, three years ago, but to hear it all like back is just so fun for me. Um, but tell us about your like family lifestyle, your day-to-day living right now, because it's not the most uh, standard way of living. So let's talk about that. Well, I had to give a big shout out to Starlink because this is the reason why I can live this way and <laughs> still have this business because um, I can be anywhere and have internet. But so, yeah, I live on a sailboat for four years. We were in San Diego, you know, right around there. We would hop over to the islands or things like that. And then this last year, So this is actually my first year that I quit teaching. This is my first school year not teaching. Mm -hmm. And so that gave us the ability to be able to cruise with the boat, which is where you're like cruising and taking it places. So I'm actually Mm -hmm. currently in Mexico and we'll be returning home in a couple weeks. But yeah, so we live on a sailboat with my two-year-old running the business and uh, yeah, living off Starlink. (laughs) I know. That's so amazing. What is like um, your daily like routine kind of look like I know it's probably different all the time but like what does a typical day look like yeah I get up before Skylar and my husband and I usually are up early both of us but that's when I get a lot of work done and I know people Mm -hmm. say wake up take it slow you know do some yoga like all this stuff but it is when I'm like the most productive because in a small space it's hard to be separate from her and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just love the mornings. I get up, do a lot of good work, a lot of what's like work. early. Like what time is early for you guys? I'm up like between five thirty and six. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Not like four a.m. Yeah. I've I've so heard like, some people like oh like four a.m. Like I'm up doing stuff. I'm like whoa. That's 
that's too early. Six is manageable. <laughs> like that's manageable. Yeah. And if, if I like, she didn't sleep all night or something, then whatever, it's flexible, but that's kind of my general routine. Yeah. And so I'll work probably that 5.30 to 8.30 until she's up. And then, you know, we'll do some breakfast and I usually get a workout in and that kind of stuff and go to the beach and take a little break in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the afternoon, I'll hop back in. That's kind of another big chunk of some client work. And um, he'll usually take her to the beach or whatever. And that's that's some time that I can get more done. And then if I need to, and this is another thing people say not to do, but I will work after she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. That's the beauty of this, right? That we can fit it in and still be present, but you know, it might not look the same. I might work a weekend or I might work a night or I might work early morning. So totally. That's like, I'm so about breaking the mindset of like nine to five Monday through Friday, you know, because it's like, I would much rather go to the river on a Wednesday all day long with my kids when it's really empty, you know, and there's like not much going on. And like, we get a whole like spot to ourselves, like on the sand with friends and do that on a Wednesday and then like go to the coffee shop on a Saturday morning when Tyler and Emery are like playing video games and they're like playing so basketball cool. and stuff, you know, I'm like, <laughs> that's like what I would, that to me, like that's ideal because it's like, we're breaking the mold of like the nine to five. And then you get to have the flexibility of like, or we'll go to like the museum. Like um, they have a great kids section middle of the week as well, you know, and it's like way less busy than it is on a weekend. And so I think like just breaking that mold of like, this is what work needs to look like. And I agree with you, like in the mornings, I'll now I do because I have like more childcare days, like the Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll in the mornings, I'll be a little more low key and like do some yoga and like, like you said, you know, like drink my green juice and do a (laughs) Melissa Wood health workout. And like in the summer, I'll take the dogs out in the morning because it's like gorgeous in the summer in the mornings when it's 32 degrees. No, thanks. But <laughs> um, yeah, so then like in the evenings, sometimes I will do work like I'll create like have my, you know, bedtime latte or a glass of wine and I'll get a lot of for some reason, like my brain in the evening for copywriting is like perfect. I can like bust out copy in the evening that like, if I tried to do it midday, it would take me way longer, you know? So I think it's just like, what is, it depends like what you want your lifestyle to look like. And obviously for a lot of us, like working a nine to five or even working those hours as your own business, like there's no reason that it has to be that way. And I think it probably wasn't until honestly the last few months, even seeing a lot of your posts or other mom business owners or just business owners in general, I was so hard on myself about this. I'd be like, I'm working another night or, oh my gosh, I'm working on a Saturday. Like, you're terrible at this. You're not having balance, like all these things. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you just made a point of that because I hope other people don't put that pressure on and do realize that it's not a nine to five Mm -hmm. and that is okay. Yeah. (laughs) We like it. So yeah, it's it's been a journey getting there, but finally okay with it. I know. Well, it's like, what is balance? You know what I mean? Like it just, it depends like what makes you happy. And it's like, if you want to sleep in until like your kids are waking up every morning and then like, you know, do work in the evenings or like how, you know, they have childcare or they nap in the middle of the day and you can do work then it's like, it doesn't have to be like early morning or late at night or only nap times. But like, I, I feel like it just, you, whatever works for your routine and for your body too. Cause we all have like different rhythms in our body of like 
are you a night owl? Are you an early morning person? You know, and just like going off of that. And honestly, I feel like us moms with like little kids can relate so heavily to each other because it's like they really need us right now. But in a couple of years, like even Emery's like four and a half almost, there's like an hour or two where I'm almost like, like peeking over, checking on her, like, is she okay? But like, she doesn't need me, you know, like she got her own snack out of the pantry and she's like playing in her room. Like there's a time where that comes and like, she still, you know, a lot of times like needs help with things, but I'm like in a couple, another year or two, like she'll barely need me, you know? So I think too, it's like finding, it's okay to be like really busy right now and have a lot on your mind and a lot on your plate. And then obviously like make sure you're taking time for yourself. That's something I love to ask my guests is like, what is your self-care? Like, what does that look like for you to like either get away or like have some relaxing time reset? Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, that's been a journey. That's why I paused with it <laughs> because the small space can make it hard. Cause if I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go do this. Skylar's like, Woo! and I love her to death, but sometimes you just need that space. So Yes. What I'm finding is on the mornings that I'm like, I don't feel like working to just read my book. The reading feels like I'm just, I get to just zone in my brain. And I do you love like it. fiction or nonfiction or what's your thing? Mostly fiction mm-hmm. is what I Same. like. Yeah. And some nonfictions are great, but I find myself just getting caught in a story and mm-hmm. loving it. I just read my first Colleen Hoover. Oh my gosh. How are you talking about it? I didn't give it a try. And I put in a hold and it took like three months to get a book and from the library. But anyways. Which one was it? The Last of Us or the first one? And it ends with us? It ends with us. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's one of her most like popular ones right now for sure. Um, Yeah. yeah, Really good. I know. I'm obsessed with Colleen Hoover. It's like I'm probably on, I think, like the eighth book of hers or something right now. I love that. (laughs) But um, you have to read Verity. Like if you're okay with a little bit of, it's not like, I wouldn't say it's like scary and it's not like gory by any means, but like um, kind of like where you're on edge a little like freaked out, you know, like it's, I love reading it in bed when like Tyler's next to me kind of thing. Um, Just because there is like a lot of like action to it, not action, but just I don't know, like intense, you know, it's a little intense. Um, if you like that at all, like Verity is so freaking good. It's my favorite one of hers by far, yeah, for sure. I've heard so many people talk about this book and they're like, the ending. I'm like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I'll add it yeah. to my, my hold list. I being not physically there, I just have this like digital library hold list that I keep creating. What is it about the digital library hold? Because even like our public library does that where you still have to put a hold for digital reading. But why? So is there, there are, like There are licenses? a lot of books that are available. So yeah, they only own like 15 Kindle versions or whatever. Okay. And okay. there'll be a wait list. So for example, I was 373rd on that Colleen Hoover Wow. Book. But they only had two copies. So they were like, there are 150 mm. people in line for each whatever. Oh, my gosh. But you can go look for another book that's not popular and you could get it right away. Right, right, right. Okay. But that makes sense because they own a certain amount of digital copies of it, which obviously exactly. the author would still get paid for every book. So, yeah. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm like, if it's digital, why can't it just always be available? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, come on. But okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um. 
Anyway, so you, I got so sidetracked there. You read. Self-care. Yes. Okay. So I read and then I do my workouts daily and she, her name is, it's Macy Pruitt. She's from Fittest Core, but I just love her. She's also a mom and I don't know. She's just, she's just fun to like have in your ears because you just listen to her the whole time. And so I find that a, a fun thing to do. And then just paddleboarding, leaving the boat, taking a paddle around, looking at the fish and stuff like that. So those oh, are kind of I love gems. paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's we love to paddleboard in the summer on the oh, river too. And just um like grab a drink and just, you know, you work hard going up river and then on the way down you just like float and sit I love that I'm so ready for summer we're recording this April 4th and uh, I'm so ready me too the warm weather we're back to San Diego in three weeks and here it's warm and beautiful and and then San Diego has been raining a ton and I'm like oh no are we gonna go backwards (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully not hopefully it'll be cleared up by then um what are your thoughts on, on like Mexico and what part are you guys in like um any like tips for traveling there like I don't know what do you love about it yeah so we're specifically in Baja so we came down from San Diego the Pacific side went around that Baja tip and we're in the Sea of Cortez so that part between Baja and mainland Okay. and we're kind of staying on the left side which is desert meets the ocean it is beautiful it's like cactus on the beach coyotes on the beach like that sort of feel mm-hmm and the water is the bluest water that I've ever seen, like turquoise, you know, rich water. This year is a little bit colder, everyone keeps saying, but it's because mm-hmm. we had all those storms. But yeah, I mean, there's just, it's beautiful. And finding all these towns of people, they're just so nice and hospitable and great. Um, mm-hmm. I would suggest a specific town that a lot of people camped at and the boats love to go to is called Agua Verde. And I just think it's so fun and kids love it. There were a ton of families with kids there. There's just like all these pigs and wild, like, like farm life and things like that. Tortilla shop. So I would just say that there's more to Mexico to explore than I think we know of. Like in my mind, I thought a lot of Tijuana or Mexico City, Mm -hmm. but there's just so much more to it and it's safe. It's not, it's been safe. So yes, yes. (laughs) Oh, that's so amazing. I love that so much because, um, can you just like, I don't know, take a second to like think about the fact that like if you were teaching this year, this would not be possible, you know? I have stopped so many times and would get like, not emotional, but like, think about I could not do this even last year. Like I just mm-hmm. put in my notice last May mm-hmm. and it hasn't even been a year. And I was like, you know what? I was making the same, if not more, of my teaching salary. And I was like, I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. And now he's not working. Like, we're living off of this business. And yeah. it's just, it's really cool to see, you know. That's so awesome. Yeah, that whole thing go through. So. Yeah. So Jeremy, he he's not, is he doing any video or anything like that? So he picks up a couple projects. So mm-hmm. he had a project with a friend of ours. Uh, Jeff and him are working on a project. Oh yeah, cool. Met up with him in Cabo Pomo, and that was a big project that they did. So he he is making some, but it's not yeah. like a consistent thing, you know. This yeah, is a- like he's not stressed about having to meet. Yeah, certain goals. And that's cool. Sometimes I recruit him into to projects to help me if I have like a big deadline. 
Yeah, we were, that's amazing. We were on crunch time yesterday, and so had him help me. Yeah, well, that's but, so cool that you can do that because you guys are both like in you know the video space to some degree. Um, I know. I mean, you're like a step ahead of like where I like you're where I want to be in the next couple of years. So, like my husband still works in an office, but the thing that's hard is like he really enjoys it, and he actually just like got into a new company that's really awesome and like he loves it and so it's hard because I'm like I want us to like both be remote and to like be able to be gone for months at a time and travel and stuff with the kids um but at the same time like you know he's he's living his career dream and I'm living mine and then we just take you know vacation time and everything when we are ready to like go for a couple weeks but um I think like yeah the flexibility you guys have is so amazing yeah it's it's just yeah it's well appreciated and even last season Starlink wasn't available in Mexico yet so that was even a whole new thing that it was mm. like oh, well, great because we were like we'll just use hot spots there hasn't been I haven't had cell service since December oh my gosh that's <laughs> so like I would not have been able to use a hot spot yeah <laughs> yeah that's crazy that's so amazing to be somewhere that doesn't even have cell service for so long and like yeah but still be able to do everything that you need to. Yeah. I've been trying to book Skylar's like checkups for when we go back. I can't call. So I'm like, mom, can you call these numbers? <laughs> Schedule these appointments. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. That's so cool. Well, tell us a little bit more about like um, the service that you offer with like repurposing and just like what, what is your like routine look like for anyone that's interested in offering that as a service? And then also for anyone who's like, oh, I'm a business owner, maybe I need that as a service. Like, what does it look like? We are going to take a quick break as I want to tell you all about my money mindset workshop that is now available for you to download and watch at your own convenience and on your own time. So I hosted this workshop because I was recognizing that a lot of us moms and entrepreneurs are honestly starting to feel like we constantly need to be doing more and that it's difficult to generate more income, more clients, more sales. And the thing is, that's very stressful. <laughs> and so I wanted to post this workshop to help you reframe your mindset around money and be able to establish a better routine and a better system for yourself and for your business and actually get comfortable with the fact that your wealth is completely up to you and what i mean by that is wealth looks different for everyone and is defined differently for everyone and for you it might look different than it looks for me and that's completely okay and so throughout this workshop we discuss like the definition of wealth and how excuses like our time or how much money we need to make actually get in the way of us feeling accomplished and feeling successful and feeling like we're doing enough. And so join me in the workshop. I, at the end, also help you create a specific daily routine that will guide you into a healthier relationship with your money. And I just had a really great time hosting this. So you can learn more about it at the link in the description. And let's get back to our interview. Yeah, so for repurposing, what I'm meaning in general, typically we're looking at creating social media content in general. That's that's kind of what we're repurposing for to help fill up that social media calendar. Mm -hmm. And 
a lot of times we're even pushing it across multiple. So it might be a YouTube short and a reel or a reel on a TikTok, all the things. And what we're doing is taking those things that you are already creating and turning it into those educational pieces. So for example, let's say you hold a two-day webinar was the project I was just working on. Mm -hmm. And I go through that webinar and I am pulling out these educational bites, these pieces that really show off who you are. And I know we see that a lot on Instagram where it's like that face to camera the whole time. But I try to also take some of your B-roll or other video that you have and layer it over. So then it's your voice and it's it looks different and unique than just mm. clipping, you know, the podcast recording or clipping that. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, in general, we're taking what you have and turning it into social media assets that kind of show off what your education style is like, what your knowledge is, what your expertise and your personality is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the routine of it that I do with my clients is, you know, at the end of the month, we are, so currently I just got the calendar from all my clients where we worked out what we're going to do for May. So we're a month ahead Mm -hmm. and we know that we need 15 reels for then. And so I am pulling from their podcasts, their coaching calls, their Instagram lives is a great one, their in-person live events. And we are filling in that calendar with all these different reels where they're not recording any reels really for that month. Mm -hmm. And so they, at the end of then, okay, so then we have the calendar, I edit them and they receive them, they have them ready to go. And then their team goes ahead and schedules it. And so for example, right now, April is just firing off with all their reels. They didn't Mm -hmm. record anything. But they're continuing to do an Instagram live or a coaching call or their podcast, those things that they have to do anyway, mm-hmm. but it's multiplying to social media as well. That's so cool. Well, then too, it like frees up the creativity where like it as a business owner, if you're like, oh, I want to make this funny reel based off of like this audio that, you know, was like in my feed and it like, I have a perfect idea for it. It's like more fun to do that because there's no pressure to like, oh, I have to actually like put out a certain amount of con- like pieces of content this month or you know a certain amount of reels because that's what like the algorithm loves or whatever but like that's like the base is taken care of so now anything else is just like for fun which is cool exactly then they get to just tap into their creativity more as a business owner versus filling the calendar like you're saying mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh I need to fill my content calendar they're just free to oh this idea is in my mind like I want to go on a rant about this I'm going to do that you know it's it's a lot more creative and loose and they get to be the driving force behind it more yeah well and then also it's like I love how you mentioned you're a month ahead because I get this question a lot of people being like well how do you make your own schedule like how are you not on like a client's like clock or you know that how like how do you have that flexibility and what you have to recognize is like behind the scenes, like most of us like planning content or like creating email campaigns, doing blog post writing, like we're weeks, if not like a month or two ahead of when it's coming out. And that gives us the chance to like work on our own time. So like I can create all the email campaigns for one of my clients in a day, you know, on the first and it's ready for the following month. However, that like looks in my routine. Um, And then also it's great for the client because then they can sit down at once and review like everything for the following month and like see it big picture to be like, okay, this email is going out this week because we're promoting this program. And then I can talk about this on the podcast because this email just went out yesterday. You know, like there's just like so many pieces to it as like a business. And so I know when you're starting off as a VA, it's kind of like, 
well, how am I not just like on beck and call and like someone's messaging me all the time or like whatever. And I will warn you that, yes, there are clients like that. And we just stop working for those types of clients because it's not a good (laughs) lifestyle. I've run into that. Geneva's run into that. And we've, you know, switched our um, client load after the fact. And like, you kind of learn what types of clients are working for your routine, for your services, like for your business. And it's all a learning curve. Like the thing is, is like, you have to start though, to get to the point where we're at, where it's like, we have the clients we love, the flexibility we love. Like you actually have to start somewhere and you'll probably have some shitty like things happen or you, you know, low ball like rates that you thought were good, but actually ended up being a lot more work. Or you picked up a client you thought was going to be amazing. And it ended up being like, not a great client, you know, like those things happen, but like you have to go through those like growing pains in order to kind of get to a really successful business. Though I will say I've had some people in VA bootcamp who never like had the bad. And I'm like, how did you magically get to like such a good place? Yeah. <laughs> like good for you because I did not do it that way. But the whole point of like, you know, starting your own business is like to make it your own. And you learn that along the way, like maybe something that worked for you last year you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to stop doing it, you know? Um, and that's the really like the beauty of it all. And so I love that. Like you mentioned that in your routine, because it's so true. It's like, that's where the flexibility comes in. It's like, as long as you get these things done before this deadline, then you can do whatever you want with your time. You know, like you can work one really full day or space it out like over a few days. It's really all up to you. So. Yeah. And my month always looks like to, to add to your point, my month always looks like the first two, the first week, like right now, I am creating those reels for my repurposing content. So there's a lot of video editing happening this week. Next week, their team and them are going to have it and they're going to provide any revisions. But by the 15th of each month, I'm done repurposing for all my clients for the mm-hmm. month. So I'm focusing on my project manager client and my any, you know, random edits that do come up by projects and PR stuff, which is another mm-hmm. side of my business. So you, what you're saying is so true. You can really batch it. And before I wasn't doing that until I kind of realized like, oh, I am the CEO of this, which sounds like such an official word, but I had to really put that word into me mm-hmm. to be like, you can make this look like what you want it to yeah. you know, have that authority in it. So yeah, totally. That's what I'm like, it's, it's all up to you and how you want to like create your business. And, um, I just love that like for you right now, because you can have, you know, days where you guys go off and like enjoy a full day doing something, you know, without having to work too much or whatever. So yeah, I love to hear all of that. Um, what are your tips for like, I don't know, a mom who's like working a nine to five and who's kind of nervous about that, um, the income aspect of it, like where, okay, our, my income really does matter for my family. You know, I'm not like picking this up as a side hustle. Like if I'm going to become a VA or if I'm going to start my own business, like I have to actually, um, make it, you know, like it's not just a thing for fun. And I know for you, you did both for a while. Like, can you kind of explain how that transition period like happened for you? Yeah. So, 2020 was the start and I was making, I remember being so excited when I had my first $1,000 a month. I was like, mm-hmm. Shut up. I am bringing in so much extra money. Like this is so cool, you know? And which is awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. 
And so that year I was, it was still more of that side hustle, extra money. And then 2021, I was pregnant and about to have my baby. So I had her in, well, not just a toddler. I had her in February that year. And Mm -hmm. I didn't take a maternity leave from teaching because we were online. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll just keep going. And the business just exploded at that point. People were needing a lot of help. People, and it, it just kind of grew. And at that point, I was equal to my teaching salary. And I wish that at that point I had stepped aside, but I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. And I I think the lesson that I've learned is learning more about, and everyone is different, but for me, this is what helps me mentally with the financial side, is kind of typically having these three-month retainers contracts and then like mm-hmm. renewing for three months and, and having a little bit of that predictability of three months at a time that you know that's happening. Mm-hmm. And having this mindset of, entrepreneurship is variable income but it also means it can be more and some months might be a little less so that really helped me and I think that I wish I had left then Mm -hmm. so I was like I'll do it another year at that point I was making more than teaching but I was doing so much like now I'm like how did I do that I don't even know and yeah, just learning to be more comfortable with the variable, not the nine to five, like this paycheck's going to come this and this and this, mm-hmm. but kind of creating that in a way with my three month retainers at a time. And that helped yeah. me to kind of calm down and relax and be like, okay, for three months, you know, you have this, that gives you three months to replace if this client doesn't resign Like, mm-hmm. take a breather. What are we going to do? We're going to market. We're going to, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I would just recommend finding what it is that helps you with your money mindset. I mean, money mindset, honestly, has been my biggest block in all of this. So it's something that I've been working on of that. I would just say, find what works to make you relax and trust your selling, trust what you do, mm-hmm. and that risk in it. And like I said, I wish I had trusted it sooner instead of beating myself for two full-time jobs for a year. <laughs> I know, which is so crazy to think about. It's like, whenever you think you can't do something, you can like at yeah. the end of the day, like you, there is a way th- to do it. You know, when you think like, oh, I can't afford that. Or I, there's no way I could possibly work like two jobs at once. Or there's no way I could possibly do this without childcare. Like whatever you're saying, there is a way, you know what I mean? Like, that's just okay. like the crazy, I've had those like months too, where I'm like, how in the world did I get all of that done? <laughs> I don't know, but it happened, you know? And that's why like, I'm not afraid to like, take on more things or like say yes or no, because now I'm like, I feel confident in the fact that like, if I'm saying yes to something, it's because I really want to do it and I will find a way to figure it out, you know? Um, so from those periods of time where you're like, how am I going to do this? That's when you learn like what you don't want to do and who you don't like working as much with or like what style you don't like, you know, and then you learn what to say yes to so Mm -hmm. I think it was a valuable time but yeah I mean you yeah you can do it (laughs) you can definitely do it yeah you can literally do anything that you want to do it's just a matter of like making the decision and then um obviously like the support system is huge too like for you um what does that look like in your life with like Jeremy and you know taking over like parenting roles at moments like I'm sure you guys have kind of figured out what works for your lifestyle in that sense yeah so he does all the cooking nice yeah 
Um, and Skylar is, I'm still nursing. And so Skylar is still very clingy to me, mm -hmm. which is fine. And, but she is starting to take him a little bit more. So he does get really creative when it's time that I'm like, Hey, I'm going to need these two, three hours or like, Hey, this is a really important call. She cannot interrupt it. And mm -hmm. so it's just a lot of communication and being like, Hey, I have these two meetings. So a lot of communication and he's just ready to go. And he knows when it's crucial and he knows when it's like, you, you can let her interrupt me. Like this is fine. Mm -hmm. this, is this client, but he does all the cooking is really helpful too. And so there's that. But there's also the element of understanding that like he also doesn't get this business and not trying to always dump it on him, but finding that community in places like VA boot camp, mm -hmm. you know, and the network there of friends that I've made that I still we boxer all the time. And well, and now you and um Susie have a podcast together. It's, we're on pause because she just had her baby but yes, yeah we've been doing that yeah but you have a uh, backlog of some good episodes like for anyone who wants to dive in but both Geneva and Susie were teachers who started their own businesses Susie's doing social media management and yeah just had her third baby and um I feel like I need to talk to her on the podcast too because it'd be fun to chat with her yeah. but um yeah, tell everyone where they can find your podcast just while I interrupted you and talked about it. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we're on all the normal, you know, Apple, Spotify, all that. And mm -hmm. we're called Blissfully Bill. It's it's a combination between the two of our names, but mm -hmm. both are kind of passionate about what, we're, what we've been saying, too, of just being able to build our businesses in the way that we want that feels peaceful and restful and not that hustle-y kind of thing. So oh, love it so much. It's around. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's another part of support to me is just people like Susie, like Lisa, mm -hmm. other boot camp people that I really talk to almost every day of like, hey, how's this? Or they'll be like, hey, this contract, like I'm trying to figure it out. Or, hey, this lead came in, but I don't do this. Do you want like just mm -hmm. having that community of people that get it and not mm -hmm. always putting it on my spouse is something that I've learned. Like try to keep conversation. Not that you can't talk about the business, but like still having that special time together without that around and finding your support for places like that yeah yeah like from people who really get it I mean I think it's still also like it's important like with the motherhood you know load as like it's kind of like trendy to talk about the load that mothers have is like um talking to other moms about it like yeah you can talk to your husband about it or like to you know parents or friends but like I have friends who don't have kids and like there's just no way that they would ever get it you know and so yeah. having like the other group of friends that are moms who um understand what you're going through in motherhood is great and then like if you're able to find as an entrepreneur friends who also have kids the same age as you and they like really understand what you're going through <laughs> that's like the jackpot of finding friendships you know like it's so yeah. amazing and um yeah, I love everything you said. It's like it really is such a team thing, you know, and if you're going to start a business and if you want to grow your business, like the people around you have to understand like what it's going to take and, you know, have like that support, whether it's like a financial investment, whether it's a time commitment or like, you know, just having needing like that support of like, what do you think about this or that? It's like having those people on board, like who are around you all the time is like so helpful. And what's funny is, like what you said, it might be an, a money investment. These people, most of them, except for Lisa, I've never met in person. They've just been from connections of 
investing in something a mm-hmm. you know a program and having community from that mm-hmm. and so yeah I just always laugh because I feel like Susie knows me so well we have never met a day in our life in person <laughs> I know it's not like amazing. I have those yeah. friends too. I'm like I've literally I talked to you so much and I've never actually seen you. In yeah, person. it's like, crazy. The other day she was like, "You're four foot ten. What?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, we've never seen each other in person. Like she had no idea." Oh my gosh, I love that. That's so true. Yeah, like you don't really know what someone looks like, you know, like height wise, and yeah, that's crazy. So so funny. Well, um just wrapping this up, like I honestly, I'm just like, so proud of you and like excited for everything that's like to come with your business. And I think like, you've just done such a great job, like taking, you know, a small investment in a course like years ago and then like making it your own because yeah, you took VA bootcamp, but like, you're not a VA anymore, you know, like as a virtual assistant technically, but like you have these specialty services that you've grown into. Um, and I remember at first, like you were just taking clients left and right. It was like, they need this, they need that. Sure. Sure. And like, that's such a great way to do it. If you don't know what your specialty is going to be yet, you know? Um, and you don't always have to have a specialty either. Like, that's the cool thing is like, there's clients who need like overall operations or, you know, project management or admin help that you can still just like, package a bunch of services together as a retainer and it works great, you know? And so, um, I just, yeah, like you're just such a great example of like starting as a side hustle. And then now it's like literally living on a boat traveling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. And you honestly don't know how many people out in the cruising world and a lot of cruising spots overlap with like van life people. Uh Uh-huh. You know, the amount of people that I share your course with, because I'm like, <laughs> they're like, how do, how are you making money out here? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, I started like this. And they're like, how did you know what to do? I don't know. And I'm like, just go here, just buy this course. I swear it's worth it. By the end, you're going to have a business, whether you like it or not. And <laughs> they love it. I just got an email this morning. No lie in my inbox from, it was a yeah, he wrote that he was been like binging all your stuff. And like, I think he got the little guide or something. I don't know. And that he started his business and he was like, I'm so excited. Thank you for showing me her. And I just think it's interesting how this community loves it. But yes, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like one of those things where it sounds too good to be true in so many ways, you know, where I'm like, yeah, I make like anywhere from eight to 12,000 a month consistently in my business. And it's like, it sounds too good to be true, you know, like, and I only have two days of childcare, but like, it's a, it's a real thing. Like a lot of people are doing it. Not everyone makes that much money because it just depends, you know, like what you're offering and how many hours you want to work and all of that. But like, literally you can make three, four or $5,000 for sure as a virtual assistant. And then from there, it's like, okay, well, what, what's the next level to like get to that next, you know, income goal. But, um, it's pretty cool. It's all, it's just online work. That's all it is, yeah. it's, you know. So sometimes people be like, "You do what?" And that's yeah. like, "You can make the full income off that." And I'm like, Just "Don't ask questions, okay?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so amazing. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for being here. Uh, tell everyone like just your Instagram handle or website or whatever like the best way is for them to follow along on your journeys and also your traveling um Instagram too. Oh yeah. Okay. So my business Instagram is Geneva Bliss Media. 
Uh, that's my website as well, genevablissmedia.com. So you can go to those two places. And then for our travels, we have a YouTube channel that my husband, Jeremy, is just doing and making videos. And that is The Adventure Sin. So you can find mm-hmm. us on YouTube or Instagram there and see some of our sailing journeys. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love watching those like the reels and stuff too, that he'll like clip together of like the longer videos into shorter ones. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like just the adventures you guys like go on and stuff. So fun. Oh, thanks. Okay. And before we sign off, I just wanted to let you know that if you sign up via the link in this podcast description with Geneva's name, you will actually get $500 off VA bootcamp, which is our gift to you just for listening to this podcast. And, um, kind of just that encouragement to be like, okay, this is your time to do it. So highly recommend diving in to that link, check it out um, and chat with you next time.